the wine and shiny palooza. Have some wine and join us on the Winey Palooza podcast with Rebecca Green. Welcome to the Winey Palooza podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Green. I'm a wife, mother of three, and licensed clinical social worker. I also have three fur babies at home, too. My passion has always been to help children and their families. I always dreamed of being a wife and a mother. Parents are always learning through their struggles, failures, and successes and joys. I am no stranger to this wild ride of parenting, and I know behind every great parent lies a team of supportive friends and family. I want to be part of your support system. I want you to know that you are not alone. We are in this parenting world together. Join me every week for insightful discussions with experts on parenting and marriage, as well as other parents who have found the secret to successes in parenthood. You'll learn tips and tricks to make life with your family better than ever. I hope you will follow along with me while we dive into what it takes to achieve a happy family. Hello everyone, happy Whiny Palooza Wednesday. No need to whine, it's Whiny Palooza Wednesday. Have some wine and join us on Whiny Palooza Wednesday with the Green family. Cha-cha chicken. Are you running away? You've got nothing to say about the movie? She ran away. She doesn't want to talk. She does not. She doesn't want to talk. I guess everybody talks, except for Ellie. Ah, can you get that for me? Yes. Happy Purim! Happy Purim! For those of you who celebrate Purim. So, on Purim, we make lots of noise. You're not the right house for that. Ah! And we eat homentashin, triangle cookies with yes. lots of different stuff inside. Jelly and chocolate not and yummy stuff. Yes, lots of different fillings you can try. Um, yes, we could give you a whole lesson, but we're not going to do that. Not today. So happy Purim to everybody celebrating. Yes. We did not really get to celebrate. Um, I wanted to go to temple. I really did. I wanted to go to temple and this, do you see that that light is bothering me behind us? Which light? Whatever. I'm trying to block it with my head. Don't mind me. Do you want me to turn off a light? Oh yeah. Which light is it? Turn it off. Let's see if that helps. Nope, it's not that one. Okay, I'll go turn off the other one. Okay. You sit. So anyways, this one can go on. Don't mind the technical difficulties over here. Okay, so our temple was having a service tonight, and I would have loved to have gone. You are all going to understand when I say this. We had a football meeting, a PTA meeting, dance class, and a voice lesson. A voice lesson. We had so much going on. And, and really all I wanted to do was go to temple and enjoy the service. So I guess in retrospect, that's what I should have done. Oops. Lesson learned. Hi, Randy. So how is everyone doing tonight? Have you seen the movie Turning Red? If new you, Disney movie, right? If you have seen this new movie, we watched it on Disney+. Plus. Have you seen it? Did you like it? What did you think of it? Did you learn anything from it? I watched it with my daughters, which was awesome because one of my daughters just turned 13 and the main character is 13. So it was like perfect timing for us. 
and she really resonated with the movie and she was like, I feel understood. And she felt like the character was representing her and things that she is feeling and things that maybe she hasn't said or has said. Um, I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear what you thought of the movie. I'd love to hear what your kids thought of the movie. I heard there's a lot of controversy. Can you help me with this? What I need to look, I need to look it up. I meant to look it up before I saw you tonight and it's been a busy day. So I wanted to know, like, what is everybody? Right. We do not understand the controversy. Why are people fighting about the movie? It was great. It was great. Seth has not seen the movie yet. I have not seen the movie, but based on your, your, what you're about to share, I might have to. So, <laughs> okay. So my children love to make fun of me and I just really try to go with it and laugh with them and let them make fun of me. The, the main character is May. Her mother is Ming. And Ming is like over the top, overprotective. So my girls. I don't know anybody like that. I mean, my. Not over the top. Mildly overprotective. My girls were making fun of me. The mother would do something and they would look at me and go, You would do that? No, I wouldn't. The mother. <laughs> we like to tell ourselves that we would. Okay, Seth. Is there an example? Yes. Give me an example. I'm going to give you a couple examples, okay? Example number one. The daughter, the mother is at school, hiding in the bushes, spying on May okay, yeah, you in the classroom. May is in the classroom, and whoever the guard is at school is going after the mother, telling the mother that she has to leave. The mother is yeah, spying you're, you're on her daughter. So my girls are laughing away. Ha, 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 you would do that. No, I freaking wouldn't. Seth, would I do that? You would not hide in the bushes at school. You are not that extreme. Did I go to school and volunteer? I mean, my purpose was not to spy on my children. And you weren't hiding in the bushes. You had official permission to be there. My purpose was to help out to see my kid who knew I was there. I yes. wasn't hiding. So I did go to see my kid, but I wasn't there to be overprotective. I was there to help out. Yes. Yes. So, to be fair, you've had children request you to be at school to help out. Yes. Okay. So moving along. Yes. I'm going to give you another example. Okay. Ming has this thought process that her daughter is just oh so perfect. Okay. Why do parents do this? I don't understand. Are you perfect? Are any of you perfect? No, but maybe we want to see the perfect version of ourselves and the kid. Maybe we want the kid to be better than us. Okay, so this is very upsetting to me for so many reasons. I want us to, it's okay, I have a lazy eye too. I don't have a lazy eye. Who has a lazy eye? Does Ming have a lazy eye in the movie? Actually, we're confused. We're looking at two different cameras, if that's the issue. Okay. Oh, do you see my eyes going back and forth? So we are live on TikTok here. We are live on Facebook here. So Ashley, bear with me as I go back and forth. <laughs> Maybe that's why she thinks. I do not have a lazy eye. No, you do not. So, okay, backing up. Yes. I want us to help our kids learn that we don't expect them to be perfect. And the way that we can do that 
is by not expecting ourselves to be perfect. So if we normalize that we screw up and we do things wrong and that it's okay, then they learn that they don't have to be perfect. And then they learn that if they screw up, if they mess up, it's okay. We know that that stuff happens. I interviewed a fabulous coach who you're gonna hear on my podcast in a few weeks. And she said, we want our kids to run toward us with their problems, not away from us with their problems. And if we are expecting them to be perfect, and if we freak out when anything is wrong, they're not going to come to us. Okay? So Jin, the calm father in the movie, May is going to go to Jin because Jin is calm as a cucumber. We want our kids to to come to us, we have to be calm as a cucumber. That's one of my favorite lines. We don't wanna be like Ming. So, so Ming is a Coke. We have talked about this before. Ming is a Coke. She is very reactive and she blows up. Um, May, her daughter, is a calzone and she stuffs her feelings. Well, in order to get our calzones to open up, now, Seth can be a calzone. Yes. And Seth can stuff. Yes. But so I'm a Coke. So if Seth knows that I'm a Coke, he's going to be afraid to open up because how am I going to react? So yes. I have had to learn how to tame my fizz. Yes, tame your fizz. There's a title for next book. Okay. That's awesome. I'm going to tame my fizz. And I don't want to explode. Because if, if I explode, then I turn off whoever's talking to me and they run away. Yes. So Ming, the mother, is a coke and she gets really reactive and she explodes and she drags, she throws May in the car, drags her down to a store to scream at a cashier who did nothing wrong. Oh my goodness. Right? Would I do that? No. No, but they were giggling about it. Like It's an exaggeration. It's Everything is an exaggeration. That's why of, it's a movie, just like the Goldbergs. It's not as funny if she's chill and normal. Nobody laughs. Okay. The crazier she is, the funnier it is. So if you watch the Goldbergs, Beverly Goldberg is super overprotective, like Ming is super overprotective, and it makes for really good TV because it's hysterical. Yes. So People laugh at the extreme. Right? So she's screaming at this cashier who did nothing wrong because her daughter is perfect and would do nothing wrong so it must be the cashier we all know that's not true your daughter isn't perfect ming which she starts to learn okay so may turns into a red panda out of nowhere and scares the crap out of herself and ming knew that this was going to happen but didn't prepare her which makes no sense whatsoever if we're going to sim symbolically think of the panda as our period i am telling you right now that my daughter is 13 she knows her period is coming we have to prepare our children does anybody else turn into a panda in the movie or the, is this the daughter's the panda and everyone else just thinks this is normal the mother and the aunts and the grandmother so it's a generational thing okay so in, in it's so it's a mom thing and mom did not prepare may so if we look at the panda as symbolic like a period sure she should have prepared may that this was going to happen and and when this happens this is okay and this is what you're going to do to handle it so when my daughter gets her period 
I need to pack stuff in her backpack, tell her what to expect. We've talked about going to the nurse. We've talked about if she wants to come home, she should tell the nurse, this is my first time getting my period. I want to go home, call my mother. Like we have talked about this. So a thumbs down to Ming for not preparing her daughter that she was gonna turn into a panda. That seems like a pretty big transition to suddenly wake up and be a bear. And freaked, and she totally freaked out I mean, wouldn't you freak right? out? If I suddenly woke up as a grizzly bear, I would be a little freaked out. I'd be a freaked out grizzly bear. So her friends, the daughter's friends were wonderful and embraced May, embraced her as this panda, loved what the panda was doing to her. She was coming out of her shell and, and being more adventurous and getting out of the house more. And, you know, May was always so concerned with being the perfect kid for her mother and that can really be stressful for a kid and very hard to achieve, impossible to achieve. Absolutely. So her friends loved who she was becoming, her mother not so much. So the mother, you know, we can all relate to this. The mother's trying to hold on to May being young and May wants to grow up and wants to spread her wings and wants to go do things. She wants to go to the concert. She wants to go see her friends. She doesn't want to be home with her mother all the time. So all of this stuff, it's hard to let go. It is hard to let go. I understand. If anyone understands, I understand. You still want them to be your little babies. They are. I mean, man, Seth, when they're 80, aren't they still my babies? I guess they don't want me to call them my babies anymore. That probably stopped a long time ago, way before they turned 80. So... They will be dead. So, um... So May felt like her mother didn't trust her. And when you are trying to be a perfect child and get good grades and do your chores and do everything your parents tell you and your parents still don't give you any freedom at all, then what's the point? May is like, what's the point? What am I doing it all for? Right? Why, your kids are gonna be like, what am I, if, why am I behaving? I mean, they should intrinsically want to behave, but why am I doing all this stuff if it doesn't matter if they don't trust me anyway? Right. So we have to give a little, you know? So it was, it was a wonderful movie with a wonderful message about learning to let go, learning to accept change, learning to understand what other people are going through. And quite frankly, the word that seems to come up whenever there's an issue is communication. There was no communication. If May was feeling like this, her mother didn't know. She wasn't communicating, she was stuffing, and her mother wasn't making her feel safe to come out of her calzone and share with her. So I was just like so touched by the movie, so inspired by the movie, I really looked at myself because here I have this calm husband like Jin, who my, who, who's like the steady force in the family. I feel like I juggle everything and get everything done and help everything be organized, but I feel like I'm chaotic in the process. So I have to find a way. Your fizz is getting shaken up. Right, but I think that, I think I've gotten better. Oh, absolutely. I think I used to be like even more crazy. Like yes, if we you had- like the exploding Coke. Right, like if we had to get out of the house, oh, I was like, Rawr. So I feel like I've come a long way. So far. But in the chaos of 
being the coordinator of the family, yes. I have to find a way to be calmer in the process. You betcha. That'd be awesome. Wouldn't that be wonderful? So it definitely made me look at myself I because stir out the bubbles. When my grandmother used to do. When, when you see a mother being so reactive in a movie, like so exaggerated, even though it was exaggerated and even though like none of us act like that, it's still a good way to take a look at yourself and to reflect on. I don't do that, but ooh, I'm up here and I should probably come down a little bit. I wanna tell you what I do see parents do. I do see parents who think that their kids can do no wrong. I promise you that your child is not perfect. That's like one of the biggest promises that I can give to you. So like when someone says to me, Lily did X, Y, Z. Yeah. Lily said X, Y, Z. I don't get defensive and say, not my child. I know my kids' strengths and weaknesses. I have my eyes wide open to them and I know my strengths and weaknesses. So I know that they're gonna screw up. Parents may say to me, you know, they did whatever. And then I can address the situation and not be reactive and defensive about it. But I have seen with my own eyes, people be told about their kids. Your kid did X, your kid did Y. And the parents go ape crazy not my kid. Well, why not your kid? Why do you think your kid is perfect? Or that they wouldn't do that. Why would we make, why would the person telling you that make it up? Right? What's the point of that? Yeah. And I loved that as the movie went on, the mother and daughter learned to change their dynamic. The mother learned to let go a little bit. The daughter learned that to embrace herself, to embrace who she is, to embrace that she's not gonna be perfect. And the mother also worked on her relationship with her own mother. And what cracked me up is that in the process of not wanting to be anything like her mother, she was just like her mother. So here she sees. Isn't that the trap? Right? We isn't to rebel against our parents? Right? Isn't that the trap? We have to have our eyes open to. I feel like if we work on the issues with our own parents, then you'll see a difference in your relationship with your own kids. Sure. So she was like stuffing it away, pushing it away, and it was right in her face. She was doing the exact same thing to her kid. So I was like, here you are trying not to be like your mom and you're just like your mom. Aren't we all just like our moms? Is that Lily? Hi, the, Lily. Yeah, she's blowing you kisses. Lily, tell us what you thought of the movie. Type in and tell us what, what lessons did you learn? What did you think of the movie? Tell us, honey. So I think that the best thing about the movie is that when I, what I said to Ella, what did you learn from this movie? And she said to embrace weirdness, okay? And I think that kids are so worried about fitting in and being normal Normal is boring. Normal's overrated. I tell Ella all the time, normal is boring. 
You don't need to be whatever you think normal is. Just be you. Just just love you. Love who you are. Embrace who you are and um, embrace your weirdness. We all have weirdness to embrace, right? Amen. Lily says, I loved it. Very relatable. Yes, my daughters loved it. Seth needs to, I think we need to watch it again. And Seth needs to watch it with us and he needs to tell us what he thought. Yep. So, got a date. So, good movie. Thumbs up to the movie. And I, I want to hear your opinions. Tell us what you thought. Did you like it? What did you learn from it? If you haven't watched it, go watch it with your kid. Don't change yourself for someone else. Don't let someone change you. Yes, Lily, awesome lessons, awesome lessons. We need to be true to who we are. We need to honor who we are. We need to embrace who we are. And we need to remember that nobody is perfect, including our children. Or us. Or us. Yes, exactly. So um, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I have um, a really fun podcast this Friday. I think this Friday my book club reviews the Holderness family book. So back, way back when I it was my turn to pick the book, we take turns with who picks the book every month. My turn, I picked the Holderness family and Seth read it and I read it and my book club read it. And Seth and I did talk about it, but I recorded my book club reviewing the book, and I think it was really good, and I think you're going to love it. There were some good insightful lessons, and I believe the book is called Everybody Fights. Why not get good at it? Thank you, honey. You're welcome. Zara says being different is okay was her lesson. Yes. yes. And I loved that May, the main character was like perfect. She was the perfect kid to show kids that you should just be whoever you are, love yourself, embrace yourself. I think, what did she say? I embrace all labels. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what May said. I embrace all labels. You, you know what? If someone says you're weird, thank you. Being weird is not enough. <laughs> oh my gosh. So come find me. Find my Whiny Palooza podcast. Um, find my Whiny Palooza mom Facebook group. It, it's all free. Um, find the Whiny Palooza app in your app store. Google thank you, honey. Apple. And um, I, hello, Juliet. I have topic requests that I probably haven't gotten to. And I'm really trying to focus on like what is resonating with me each week. But I also love, like this movie touched my heart and I wanted to get it out and tell you about it. But um, please continue to send me topic requests and you're sending me podcast guests and I love all of it. And I'm having so much fun on TikTok. Come find me, you're already with me on TikTok, but Facebook people. Follow her on TikTok. Come, yeah, follow me on TikTok and come have fun with me. My girls got me into TikTok and I'm having way too much fun. Right? Right. Right. Okay. Who's going to close us out, girls? <laughs> Thank you for watching Palooza Wednesday with the Green Family. Chop, chop, chicken. Thank you for joining us. See everybody next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Whiny Palooza podcast. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. While you are there, leave a review. I love to hear your feedback. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.
This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.